You're listening to the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast, the place where faith, music, and life intersect. We exist to help Christian indie artists and songwriters just like you get songs heard. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast. My name is Brian, and today we're going to be talking about something I think you'll be interested in, and that is how to get your songs cut. So first of all, what does that even mean? So getting your songs cut is simply having your song recorded by someone else. So this could be an independent artist, this could be a major label artist, or anything in between. So essentially all it is is you are a part of the writing of a song that gets recorded and released by someone else. So as an independent artist, obviously there are many benefits to this, but also there can be some mystery behind how you actually do that. So in this episode, I wanted to walk through a simple process on how you can get your songs cut. So the first thing is identifying your strengths as a writer. Are you a lyric person? Are you a melody person? Are you a track slash vibe person? What kind of strengths do you have? And of course, you know, we all have a blend of different strengths. You know, we're not only one thing. But my encouragement and my thought is identifying our main strength is a great way to know what we can bring into a co-writing situation. Because typically a co-write is two to three people. I tend to love co-writes with three people, but four is fine, 10 is great, whatever works best for you. I just find that three is a great dynamic for me in my experience. So if I know that I'm coming in as more of a melody person, then I'm going to naturally want to find a lyric writer and also a vibe music track person so that we, we, we can kind of complete each other in that way to where we know we have great strengths, we can keep the momentum going and ultimately end up in a the strongest song possible. Because in my experience, the best co-writes are ones where it's pretty effortless because you know you are putting out your best effort in your lane and then someone else is doing that in their lane and then when those combine, it can just be a really exciting experience to write a song that way. So I would say the first step is knowing what strengths you bring to the room. And the next thing too, and this is sort of, this sort of goes in this category of co-writing is writing with an artist, an active artist, can be a great way to get your songs cut. Because at the end of the day, an artist is the one who's going to be recording and releasing your song. And if that's not you, you know, maybe you're not wanting to be an artist, maybe you don't feel led to be the artist, and that's totally cool. But in order for your songs to get released, they have to be carried by someone. So if you actually write with an artist, so say you're a lyric person and there's a track person and then you have an artist who's a melody person, then that artist is going to be in from the ground floor, as they would say, and excited about this song. Another thing, too, I would add is it's pretty common nowadays to even when two songwriters come together, they'll write something called the song start, which may be a verse and a chorus and, you know, kind of have a basic track idea, but then they'll kind of pitch that to an artist to where they're the ones who decide, hey, I want to jump in on this song and finish it out, put my own voice, put it in my own vernacular. So, you know, that's another option too, is start with a couple of songwriters and then be able to pitch a song start to an artist or a publisher who can get to an artist. But either way, if you start your song with an artist as part of the co-write, that kind of can help streamline the process because then you've got somebody who is going to put the song out or has the potential to put the song out right from the beginning of the process. Something I would add too, as far as writing with the artist, is it's a great opportunity to actually write what the artist would say. 
you know, because a lot of times we may be guessing about what an artist might want based on, you know, what we know about the artist or their music or whatever. But if you're writing with the artist, it's a great opportunity to lean into the way they'd say something. If you guys are, you know, working on a line of a chorus or a verse or whatever and not exactly sure how to present the line, just say, hey, artist, how would you say it? How would you sing it? You know, because, again, if they're going to be the ones carrying the song, they need to believe in every line of that thing, and that will keep them most excited about it. So it can be really easy to find out how they would say it if you just kind of lean in and and go with the way that they would do it. You know, it might be little tweaks here and there, but they can make it their own from the get-go, which will be a huge advantage in their excitement factor and them wanting to get that song released under their own artistry. And another great way to make sure that your songs are getting cut is not being afraid to go back and rewrite and comb over the lyrics that you initially wrote. A lot of times in those initial co-writes, we're excited, we're inspired, everything's just flowing and everything sounds awesome. And if you're anything like me, your favorite song is the most recent song you've written, which is awesome and that's why we do this. But I would say, and I've heard this quote a lot, the great songs aren't written, they're rewritten. So making sure to go back in and fine tune after the fact is a really great way to have the strongest song possible. But with that in mind, when it is a co-write, you always want to run your ideas by your other co-writers before you start making changes in the Google Doc or whatever, because, you know, it's all of your song. If you're bringing great, fresh ideas, you know, there's a great chance that you will work with your co-writers and make sure that it's right. But... You always have to run those ideas by your co-writers before you just start making changes to the song. But it's always a great practice to not be afraid to do that. Not get too married to the song from that session is done, it's perfect, I never need to touch it again. And honestly, that could be true. You may not have to go back and do make any edits whatsoever. But being okay with doing that, I think, is a really important skill to develop over time, especially because... The best songs, like I said, are not written, they're rewritten. So taking the time and the effort will result in the best song possible. So the next thing I would say, and this is something that you could handle in the co-write itself or afterwards, is have a plan. You know, songs don't just get released. There's obviously a lot of steps from the writing to the recording to the marketing to the releasing, and there's so many things that actually go into it. But having a plan from the top can be a great way so that everyone can understand exactly what to expect. So this isn't things like talk about song splits right from the beginning. I definitely subscribe to the thought that equal song splits is the way to do it. So if there's three people in the room, you get 33.3334% of the song each. Now this is just on the songwriting side, but discussing it with your co-writers up front is really important because you don't have to worry about it. Then you have to wonder, oh man, I feel like I only brought this much and they brought that much or whatever. Equal song splits is the thing that over time, it just it just kills any competition in the room, so you don't have to worry about writing that perfect line. Everyone just brings their best foot forward. Also, another thing that's good to know is just on the technical side, making sure you have everyone's PRO, performance rights organization information together. So if you have your ASCAP or BMI or whatever, just kind of what I typically like to do is just put at the top of the document the writer's name, then you just say the splits, and then you just say what PRO they're with. That way you kind of have all that because Again, when it comes time to release and you do all the admin side of things, that's just one less thing you have to go reach out and try to find at the last minute. You just kind of have it there. So it's a good practice to be in. So there's a plan too. And also, you need to get those songs recorded. So having a kind of plan of maybe 
maybe there's a producer in the co-write, maybe there's a track person in the co-write, but maybe there's not. So then you guys can kind of decide as a group, as a co-writing group, what is this song going to sound like? You know, that can come down to picking a reference or references of, hey, when we find this producer, we're going to say, we really want this song to sound like this song. You know, a reference is a finished, mastered, released song that you kind of feel, you can kind of hear your song sounding like. And these are all good pieces of information to kind of have ready to go. That way, when the process goes down further and further, you kind of have all that stuff lined up. And not that you can't modify along the way, you're not held to anything you say necessarily from the beginning, but just talking about these ideas, it kind of gets everyone in the same headspace, and then it just helps in the long run. And the next thing is when it's time to actually get the song produced, because one thing that will make your song stand out is having a great sounding demo or recording, especially I would say for the artist's sake, because there's been a lot of times where you might leave a co-write and you may have a work tape on the phone and that's awesome and it's a great representation of the song for that moment, but when you have a great sounding song, it's almost like the artist and, and the co-writers get to listen to that song over and over again and fall more and more in love with it because it just sounds good. It's like you remember that time of the of the co-writing and you have a great representation of it. You probably listen to it a lot and you just it just becomes a part of your life and you want to share that song. So having a song that's actually produced at least in a demo form is great. Not only is it great to write with the artist and I would say as a side note, if you have an artist in the room with you, if they can actually record the vocal on the demo, that's great because again, if you're, if you're writing the lyrics to kind of fit their vibe and then their vocals actually on the demo, it's just, you know, they take ownership in that song, which is amazing. But if not, if you're not writing with the, the artist, you can always hire someone to sing a track just so you get a nice sounding professional demo that way you can pitch it to an artist like i mentioned with the song start or if it's a full song you could pitch it to a publisher or pitch it to an artist as a full song you know at the end of the day amazing songs are amazing songs and artists want to be a part of amazing songs so having a great sounding demo representation of your song is a great way to make it stand out and get your songs cut so that's a basic framework it's more of a process it's just a way to think about these things because if you have a plan in place from the beginning and sort of a process, then you have a target in mind. It's not just kind of doing things in, in moments of inspiration because that's great and there's nothing wrong with that. But if your goal is to get your songs cut and get your songs heard, then having a process in place can be really helpful with that. So step number one is identify your strengths as a writer so you know what you're bringing to the writing room. Step number two, find co-writers that have different strengths than you. And how do you do that? You know, you just build relationships. There's so many great Facebook groups out there. I have a Facebook group called the Christian and the Artists and Songwriters Facebook group that I'd love for you to join if you have a chance to jump in, where there's lots and lots of writers with all different strengths that could be a great fit for you on your song journey. So try that. Try Facebook groups. Try social media. Just reach out to people. It's, you know, as songwriters, we all kind of are working in these worlds. And when we combine and we meet up with each other, we get a chance to talk, you know, and just ask somebody, hey, you know, I'm kind of a melody person. Are you a lyric person? What's your strength in the writing room? And then just develop those relationships. It makes take time. But once you find a great group of people, you can just be a literal song factory and just work together, do life together and write amazing songs together. So that's, so that's step number two is find great co-writing relationships. And if you can write with artists, that's always a great way to streamline the process. Step number three is to have a plan. 
And that that comes down to understanding songwriting splits. That comes down to having your PRO information in order. That comes down to selecting references for production that will go along and align with the vision of your song. And that also is understanding who's going to sing on your song, who's going to be the one to work on your song. Is there a producer in your co-writing group or are you going to bring someone in to help you finish out the demo to have a great representation of your song? That's the next part. Number four is having a great representation of your song because that's gonna help it stand out. A work tape is fine and it's awesome to have that. You gotta have that. You gotta leave every co-write with uh, work tapes for any other reason, just so you can remember how the melodies and lyrics flow and the progressions in general. But having a highly professional sounding demo recording is a way to help stand out and continue the excitement, the momentum of that song. And so the last thing I would say is how do you get your songs cut? I think it's pretty simple. An artist has to love the song or a publisher has to love the song who can get it to an artist. I just recently heard a stat that there's 60,000 songs uploaded to Spotify a day. Like that is mind boggling. So if an artist is going to put the time and energy into releasing a song, they're going to love it. And so keeping those things in mind, specific to an artist, how would they say it? What's their vibe? What would the track kind of be like? You know, identifying all of these things from the beginning, especially if you're writing with the artist, is a great way to get your songs cut because the artist has to love it, the publisher has to love it, and if they do, they're gonna wanna get that out there. So I hope this was helpful. It's just a simple framework, but I feel like this is powerful. If you can take this into your consideration as you're preparing to write and as you're building co-writing relationships and as you're writing songs and co-writing songs, just following along with these simple steps could be a great way for you to make sure that your songs are consistently getting cut. And the thing is too, is you may start with your co-writers, your independent artists, but then as those songs get out there, as, as more and more songs get out there, then more and more people hear those songs and they get to hear your work. And then it might introduce you to new artists and whatever, whatever the scale is, I don't think, it, to me it doesn't matter what scale it is. The more people you write with and the more purposeful you are with that, the greater the opportunity that that will happen to you and that'll be your story and your songs will just start popping up and being released and then you can share and then all of a sudden you, you have a catalog that's being built, a released catalog. And then you can share that with other people and that could be a potential way for you to write with more and more people. So getting songs out there is really a powerful way to do it. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. There's gonna be a link below to a guide that goes right along with this episode. So click the link below, get the free download. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your day. We wanna help reach as many Christian indie artists and songwriters as possible. And one way we can do that is with your help. So if you could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes, that would be so appreciated. This is how the iTunes algorithm will push this content out to more and more Christian indie artists and songwriters. So like I said, if you could just take a couple seconds, leave us a review, that would be so awesome, means so much to us, and we would really appreciate it.